All right, welcome back to the 1-2 Kentucky Blue Podcast. I am your host, Coach John Spurlock. Thank you so much for tuning in today. On today's episode, you will hear myself and Coach Ryan DeBrent talk through our speed, change of direction, agility, and plyometric programs for our softball and volleyball teams here at Kentucky. Specifically, we are going to be talking through how the emphasis of those programs and those movements and those drills progress and change throughout the offseason and even as those teams move into their competitive season. This topic of how the emphasis changes throughout the year was the main talking point for our staff this past February, and we wanted to share our thoughts with you all. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now, getting into uh, my softball speed and agility, change direction, plyometric program, uh, how it really varies is, you know, I kind of set it up where in the fall, we're looking at the end of August into uh, that, you know, week before Thanksgiving break. Uh, and when we're looking at that, we're looking at about 14 weeks of training that I get with the girls uh, on Tuesday and Thursdays. We go twice a week. From there, we'll really transition into our winter break program, which is about five weeks long for the girls when they go home. Uh, and then that next series, we get into preseason, which you're looking at like the whole month of January, half a week into February, and then we're right into season. And then season, we're going from February until June. Um, and then summer, we're going from June until that first week of August. So really looking at like uh, in the summer, you're looking at about six weeks of training if you take out like the 4th of July week um, and that first week of June. Usually we start the second week of June. Uh, just breaking down like the off season, my emphasis in the off season is making sure that we have our dynamic warmup um, down pat. And the biggest thing with that is I put a ton of form running into my dynamic, dynamic warmup. With that, uh, you're, you're looking at, you know, when the girls are at practice, you know, and they're practicing five days a week, well, they're getting a dynamic warm up in every single time. Um, so if I can, you know, hone in on their mechanics and the dynamic warm up, they're just going to get repetition after repetition every day um, during the off season, in season, um, summer months. So I think a lot of people that's a forgotten thing with a lot of people's programs is uh, their dynamic warm-up. So I put a ton of emphasis into uh, my form running and mechanics uh, when it comes to the warm-up. Uh, another thing that I look at um, when I'm programming, you know, throughout the off-season is making sure that we're really honing in on um, our posture um, and being in a really good athletic base and understanding what posture means um, and working on the arm action and leg action as well. And that's really my linear day. And then my lateral day, I'm really looking at, um, can we really push off the outside foot? Do we know how to do that? Um, while pushing off the outside of the foot, can we maintain an athletic base um, and then keep a low center of gravity? Um, and that's really my emphasis on the lateral days as well. So looking at that, when I have uh, incoming freshmen coming in that are combining with my upperclassmen, um, they all do the dynamic warmup together. Um, and I will hone in on that, making sure that things are spot on with the, the warm-up and their mechanics. Um, the only thing that is different with the program throughout the off-season is really the, um, the plyometric program. So 
Uh, I will have two separate groups um, and I'll have my freshman group. We really get into, you know, um, the, the proper pr plyo progression program that we hear, use here at the University of Kentucky. And my upperclassmen, they'll, they'll do the basic the first couple of weeks and then they really, you know, progress out of that. But um, my freshmen really stay throughout that for about the next eight weeks. Uh, and my upperclassmen, they'll get into more of that progression of their single leg plyometrics uh, before the freshmen do. And by week eight, we usually get there with the freshmen. Um, so it's really two separate programs when it comes to the plyometrics. Um, but everything else pretty much stays the same, you know, from um, our speed ladder to our speed mechanics to our change of direction mechanics. Um, all that really stays the same with the entire program. It's just a lot when um, you either have yourself as a strength coach or maybe you have somebody assisting you. If you have somebody that assists you, it can help out a ton with just having kind of a separate program with your plyometrics. I think that's the one thing that um, you have to look at is there has to be a difference between your upperclassmen uh, and, and your freshmen. Once we get to, um, you know, November, right before Thanksgiving, um, we really will go home after Thanksgiving break. We're really done with speed and agility with me. So they'll really turn into their winter break program. And the winter break program is about five weeks long. Uh, and I don't really change a ton. You know, again, like I talked about earlier with the dynamic warmup, that all stays the same. You know, we're doing more of a, a linear day with our dynamic warmup one day and then more of a lateral day with our dynamic warmup. I mean, really honing in on those mechanics. Um, when they do go home, I go back to really the basics with their plyometrics, their speed and agility work. Um, there's no reason to get complex with that just because you, there is limited resources with where the girls are coming from and uh, where they live. And you don't really know what they're, where they're training and if they have any, um, you know, items to use for their speed and agility and um, change direction program. So from there, once they get back from winter break, we usually start in um, January. In January to February, um, I'm not around the girls. I mean, I'm in the, the weight room with them twice a week, but we don't have any really speed and agility sessions with me. Um, so that's where, you know, Brie Papato, our athletic trainer, she does a really good job at practice. I'll send over some um, basic, you know, speed, agility, change direction, plyometric stuff. Um, and I give it to her and then she really runs it at practice and, and runs it really through a circuit. Uh, during that period of time, um, we really go back to the basics with our plyometrics. Uh, we put in a lot of, um, you know, um, jump rope during that period of time. Um, we will do a, you know, our basic speed ladder uh, with the girls over there. And then one thing that we really hone in in January is um, our slide boards. And we do a ton of slide board work in January. We do a ton of slide board work um, in season as well. And the big, the biggest thing with that is making sure that our, our girls legs stay powerful and explosive. Um, and, and they have a ton of lateral, um, explosiveness, uh, when it comes to the season as well, that's something that can be lost. Uh, and we feel like the slide board does a lot of that. So really that transitions into the, our season stuff. So again, like, um, we'll go from February until June. And during that period of time, um, there is, you know, it's, it's very basic and we may get one speed agility conditioning day in, um, but it's not very much, but I think, 
like I said earlier, like it all comes back to the dynamic warm up. If you can get that spot on, that helps a ton with just maintaining, you know, arm action, posture, leg action. Uh, and I think that's super important. So from there, once we get to June and the season is over, um, the girls will get about a couple weeks before we start a summer training. And with our summer training, uh, it's, it's not a lot different from what we've done over the entire year. Um, we keep it very simple and basic for the girls that are here. Um, you know, I'll progress them a little quicker once we get past that four week mark uh, and the girls are home. Um, I keep that a little bit more basic of kind of what I did with my winter break program. And when we get past that four week mark and we've progressed, the girls that are here for the summer, um, they'll get done at that eight week mark. And then I'll have about two weeks there that they have stuff to take home with them uh, so they can enjoy the family um, before they come back to school for August. Um, so really when they get out of that transition and we get our speed and agility um, done for the summer, that group that was home for the summer, I have to really put them in with uh, the new incoming freshmen that are coming in just because I don't know how much work they've been really doing at home. I'm hoping that they've done all their work. Um, but you, you, as a strength coach, you can't expect them to put the work in when you haven't had eyes on them. So that's really where you have to look at the safety um, when your student athletes come in in August. So looking at the whole picture, um, the biggest takeaway that I can give to anyone out there that's listening is making sure that you're you're honing in on your dynamic warm-up. I think it's super important. Um, you're getting that five days a week in your off season. You're getting that six days a week um, in your in season. So um, if you can put as much stuff into your dynamic warm-up at keeping it, you know, 15 to 20 minutes long, um, I think that's the emphasis that you really need to hone in on and keeping things simple. Um, thanks for listening in and go cats. All right, everybody, this is Spurlock. I hope you enjoyed listening to Coach D's thoughts on his agility, change direction, emphasis for his softball program. Switching gears, I'm going to be talking about our training with our Kentucky volleyball team and the emphasis placed on our change of direction, agility, and jumping works workouts. How I'm going to break this down is going to be in these categories. I'm going to first start off by talking about our early offseason which is January through spring break, which is about six to seven week, weeks in length. We'll move into our spring season after that, which is from mid-March through April, which is about another six, seven weeks. The team goes home in the month of May. And then we'll talk about our summer training program, which is the months of June and July, which is eight weeks. And then finally, we'll move into our in-season training, which is the entire fall semester. So like I said, we're going to start off with our early off-season training, the months of January through spring break. And at the beginning of this training period, it's important to note that the team hasn't trained with me since December. So my main goal is to lay a solid foundation of movement, not only with our change of direction and jumping drills, but also in the weight room. And the things we're working on is proper start position while we're sprinting, proper deceleration and change of direction mechanics, along with focusing in on our takeoff and landing positions while jumping. And why do we do this? Because taking our time and not rushing to try to do too much too soon helps us reduce the risk of injury, not only in the moment, 
but also throughout our players' careers. The players, the team, they don't have a competition that counts towards an SEC or an NCAA championship until late August. So we have plenty of time to progress our agility and plyometric drills. And that's exactly what we do after we get back on campus after spring break. But before we get into that training period, let me break down our early off season even more. Like I said, it's important to know that the team hadn't had, hasn't had a mandatory workout with me since sometime in December. So it's important for me to acclimate them back to their training. And that's what I do during their first week back on campus. Then that leaves me about five to six weeks of training, or like I said, we're establishing proper movement mechanics, proper movement patterns, before we move into our performance testing week, which happens right before spring break. Obviously the team goes home, goes off campus, goes on vacation uh, for spring break. Then once they get back on campus, we get back after it with their training. Now, when they get back on campus after spring break, they move into their 20 hours. So they're doing a lot more work with their coaches on the court. And that stress, stress is something I have to be aware of. But my emphasis for agility and jumping changes like this. With our change of direction and agility workouts, we move into more complex predetermined agility drills while also adding a small amount of reaction to them as well. With our jumping and plyometric movements, we move from simple static and repeat jumps to more complex jumps that combine lateral and vertical jumps while also adding some single leg variations, eventually transitioning into some movements that are much more specific to the sport of volleyball. After that, after the spring season is over, after the spring semester and they get done with their finals, like I mentioned at the beginning, the team gets to go home for the month of May, and that's a great time for them to recharge their battery spend some, and spend some quality time with their friends and family. After the month of May, they get back on campus, so we'll move into our summer training emphasis. And if you know anything about Kentucky Strength and Conditioning, you know our summers are super special. And for our volleyball team, every single workout during the summer months that they do with me is completely voluntary. They show up not out of the fear of getting in trouble by me or the coaches, but, but because they want to become their best and they want to win championship, championships once the fall season rolls around. During this time, which is about an eight-week training period, we take a limited amount of time to ensure that our movement patterns, our movement mechanics are solid. We don't get away from that completely, but we do spend a little bit of time working on that. Our main emphasis for our agility and jumping drills moves almost exclusively towards movements that mimic what they do on the court. And that means we do a lot of reactive agility drills, both auditory and visual, with our jumping movements. They are much more specific to the sport of volleyball. So depending on their position, you'll see us doing a lot of transition approach box jumps, swing block box jumps resisted band approach jumps, and more movements that are much more specific to the sport of volleyball. Now, once the summer is over and they start their preseason camp in August and they move into their fall season, the players are doing 
specifically those, those jumping movements, a ton on the court during practice. So once we're in that fall season, I almost back off of those volleyball specific jumps completely. And my emphasis shifts back to those, those drills and those patterns that are more based in injury pre prevention, ensuring that throughout the entire fall season, we have proper mechanics while jumping and landing. On the flip side of that, I do like to keep the reactive agility drills in our program during the competitive season, but the volume of those drills is cut down quite a bit. And to give you an example, I might shorten the drill, meaning the distance between where they start and where they got to go to and how far they have to react. I might make that distance shorter, or I might keep the drill exactly the same, but I'll lower the number of reps that they have to perform. So main takeaways from my little spiel there. Early off season, I focus on proper movement mechanics before I even think about getting or incorporating drills that are much more specific to the sport of volleyball, things that they're, the movements that they're exactly doing on the court, those, those things that are a lot more fancy than just focusing in on the basics. Knowing that the team does not have a real competition for another seven, eight, nine months. So we take our time, we establish those proper movement mechanics. Then as time goes on and we move further into the spring semester, we get more specific. And that's exactly what we do once we get into our summer training period. And it's important to note that during the summer, we, I wanna be as specific as I can to the sport of volleyball because of the NCAA rules, our players aren't allowed to train with our coaches during those summer months. So I need to make sure that they're getting what they need during their workouts with me so that they're ready to go for their fall season. Moving into the fall, or I'm sorry, yeah, moving into the fall season, just a quick recap. They're doing a lot of those jumping drills on the courts during practice, so I need to make sure I back off, I get back to the basics, make ensure that our mechanics are solid so we can reduce the risk of a non-impact ankle or knee injury throughout the entire fall season. And that's what I got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing Coach D's thoughts on a softball program. Like always, if you have any feedback for us, don't hesitate to reach out to us at UKStrength at UKY.edu. Thanks and go Cats.